Road. Noun. Path upon which travel occurs. Every trip taken, drivers and riders alike, on that ribbon of highway. Every breath and every sound passing through that endless skyway. From singers on records and stages, to listeners just singing along. From Bonavista to Vancouver Island. Your life is a movie, your story, and it's your soundtrack, your playlist, your mixtape. It's lyrics that speak to you and speak for you. It's rhythms and grooves that make you want to dance. And it's chords and melodies that make you want to cry, smile, scream, laugh, or even maybe make you want to write your own songs. My name is Karak Hendricks, and this road is mine. going on everyone my name is Karak Hendricks this road is mine this week we're going to be talking about the amazing album called everything is everything by Donny Hathaway I got my boy Cohen with me here again. hello what's going on buddy not much I haven't listened to this album or this artist so yeah well <laughs> it's funny in not uh, not dissimilar to Loretta Lynn there's um I don't know there's just something about this guy that um Every now and then, I, I I make a purchase based on an impulse, and uh, this is one of those albums that I bought on an impulse. Uh, we were actually at uh, Valley Village on White Ave many years ago, and for some reason, I'm I'm a bit of a sucker for seeing record label titles, and this one was a, a reissue, like through the through the Rhino catalog. So I knew it must have been had some sort of significance, and the cover looked. Really Looks, cool. Yeah, it is cool cover. Yeah, and I had seen the name. I knew knew the name, but again, it just hadn't really put a lot of this together. My, I always talk about my my musical influences are often more like a like a sphere, like a a circle. I've kind of got my right in the middle. I've got the the things, the core that I really dig, which is often you know more your contemporary folk and your obviously modern country, all forms of country and rock. And then as you go out, you could throw in things like rap and metal mm-hmm. and things that I like as well. But, you know, it's not my, my core yeah. necessarily. But, yeah, some of this stuff kind of falls right in the middle there. It's, it, it's um, you know, this would be what you'd call, I guess, R&B, soul. Well, I was just reading, I read the, actually, I read the entirety of the back, and it kind of almost reminds me of a, a where you come from. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just, you know. Yeah. I guess more redneck. But. <laughs> well, yeah, he encountered a lot. I mean, uh, it, it's uh, it's he had a hard life. I, I I started to do obviously once I got the album, listened to it just cold and uh, really enjoyed it. But uh, you know the the research that I ended up having to do was it was well worth the well worth the journey. But uh, yeah, so we're talking about Donny Hathaway here, and um, I'm going to rely on the the lovely infamous Wikipedia Perfect. just to make sure I've got some of the some of the stats right um yeah so he originally went by the name Donnie Pitts uh yeah I read yeah, that I'm not sure yeah. what what that was if that was a, a a fake name or I think he came from a family of music I think so yeah it said his mom was uh, uh an accomplished like, gospel singer so oh, okay yeah, yeah well that that lines up he was uh he ended up being a, like a really amazing songwriter um, mm. Which is weird because then, like this album, this is all well, a lot of mostly songs he wrote or co-wrote, but uh, there's a few covers on there. But 
then like the second album is all covers. It's, oh it's, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just really strange, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting thing, but yeah. So so yeah. There's just something about that that the cover and then just the, mm-hmm. his name. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna check this out. And yeah, I my my mind was just blown. I mean, there especially in this era, the 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 uh, quote unquote renaissance of, of pop <laughs> yes. music was uh, definitely sixty five to seventy five. I, I oh, don't yeah. think that's even in dispute yeah. um obviously with many of our favorite years of music mm-hmm. and records and albums are are not necessarily within that window but if you think of uh through the advent of rock and roll from 55 just like uh, i've always told you before the it's always important to think of decades of music on the fives yeah instead definitely. of the zeros it just makes way more sense you can line it up so makes sense, yeah. 1955 was definitely the sort of the birth of rock and roll little richard bill Haley, yeah. the comets um obviously elvis really transformed everything but then after the british invasion with the beatles and the kinks and all that jazz uh, it comes through and then that's when i think a combination of just social change um, we had mostly, you know, like with uh, a lot of drug use, LSD mm-hmm. and a lot of yep. that stuff started coming around. Marijuana got a little more in vogue and, uh, yeah, music just started to t- change and, and the exploration of everything and all the, the culmination of all of those influences. Yeah. You can just, everywhere you poke anywhere in that, de- that decade, it's just, it's mind blowing. And in this case, I mean, you're, you're looking at, um, this is, you know, you're pretty much your, your classic R&B soul, which there's always going to be a connection to um, to church music, especially mm-hmm, you know, definitely. With the, uh, in the U.S. with the, you know, their, their passion and, and their singing for, yeah, yeah it, it, it really comes through in a lot of these key artists. And there's going to be a handful of artists that you're always going to hear about and think about, like um, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Uh, her dad was... Uh, I think his name is C.F. Franklin or F.C. Franklin or something. He was a famous uh, a preacher as well. Okay, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks like even Donnie Hathaway. Uh, so you, yeah. you've got your Marvin Gaye. You've got uh, all these artists that, that came through that rock and roll era as well too. And and uh, uh, Donnie, yeah, his 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 legacy, sadly, I, <laughs> although actually, no, it's not sad. I shouldn't say that. Uh, it's, a, it's a Christmas song. He wrote one of the last classic Christmas songs. What was it? It's called a song called "This Christmas," and it's been covered by everyone. Okay, um, you can obviously th- think about uh, the the probably actually the most recent modern classic is the, the Mariah Carey song. Yeah, All yeah. You. Modern classic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. There, there, there's some more uh, some more paradoxical comments. Yeah, uh, but we've also got uh, "Wonderful Christmas Time," Paul McCartney, which I think yeah. "Last Christmas" by Wham, uh, George. Oh Michael. yeah, did they write that? Uh, I think, I think. Uh, I think George might have wrote that. Yeah. yeah, George's, I think, a pretty good songwriter. Yeah. Hard to know with those Christmas songs. Yeah. Well, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, Well, it's any good. song like that, really. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, his his song, Last Christmas, just became a, a modern, kind of a, a soul R&B Christmas classic. But but this was the album that, that brought him brought him to the to the scene everything is everything it's uh we've got a, an amazing beautiful vinyl copy here it was the the record of the month for december through vinyl me please and it is a straight reissue uh through the vinyl me please classic series um i think the beauty about this one if i recall is i think this comes right from the mono master so oh yeah so it's actually this vinyl copy is actually in mono Okay, um, and I think did we not talk about the mono stereo thing? Yeah, uh, last time we last, did. Well, but week? we had a failed recording, so I don't know if it was which oh, one it was on. Uh, no, I th- yeah, I, th- I think it probably made it into the uh, into the land of our yeah. of our recordings. Because oh, uh, uh, that's why it's not fitting in. By the way, uh, 
for those of you, I guess we should show this maybe. We're, we're trying the video part here, so we'll see what yeah. happens. I'm going to hold this up to this camera. That is the cover um, of uh, everything. Is everything here, Cody? Maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold that. Yes, that uh, just reach inside that case, the, or the, the cover, the, the sleeve, yeah. Yeah, like go right in, reach right inside. Yeah, tip it out if you want, or yeah, so, there's something in there. Is there? Yeah, it's really cool. Check it out. Oh shoot! Yeah, that's it. Yep, that is it. So, this is. Uh, I took a quick, quick look, quick look at it. I didn't really read it cover to cover. Yeah, you can just slide that <laughs> off. That try not to rip it, but yeah. just kind of wiggle it. I'm just trying to keep Looks all like of it these peels, but it probably could. Yeah, and then it might repeal, but. I did. Yeah, I was here. able to if, slide if, it if off. It, here. I don't want it to be my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, there we go. There we go. So, uh, a guy named Oliver Wang wrote this, and I guess this is what you'd call like a, a new new copy of liner notes. But the really cool thing is that it's, uh, as you can see on the, you can show the yes. show the camera on that. It's a, it's a little booklet about the size of a you know, little journal that you'd put in your pocket. And I think he may have been a biographer of Donny Hathaway's history i'm not sure the whole story on that but uh, i know that uh, there was a movie that came out last year it was called mr soul a uh, story about donny hathaway i'm not sure if it's been aired or if it's available for download or purchase but i'm definitely gonna take a look for look at that i have to check this guy out it just says oliver wang is a professor of sociology at csu long beach Interesting. he's been writing about music and culture since 1994 cool yeah awesome so. I have to check him out. Well, we do need people to do that. So yeah, that we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice guys. Uh, David Wilde's one of the most amazing writers of music. If you're and he did, he worked a lot on this type of music too. His yeah. his big thing was he wanted to write about Marvin Gaye and Aretha Franklin, and he oh, did. Yeah. yeah, he got to, got to all of them before they died. And sweet. But we, yeah, we'll get into David Wilde a little bit later. So yeah, anyway, Donny Hathaway. This this album uh, blew my mind. Uh, there's going to be a playlist up on on Spotify with. Uh, I think I took a handful of songs from this album, and then I interspersed just a few songs from some of his other albums. He did a second album, which was, I think it was just called, yeah, just called Donny Hathaway, and it was a lot of covers, which was just really odd. It did well on the, uh, on the R&B charts, but then he did a, a duet album with Roberta Flack. Um, I'm not sure how they hooked up, but uh, yeah, I guess they, they would have been label mates, and... Uh, Roberta Flack, obviously another amazing kind of the you know a, a, a name that you you may not hear in the top five names, but mm -hmm. always in the top twenty. Um, and they they created this really unique blend of of vocal, just yeah, just just harmonizing and yeah. and delivery. Like Donnie's Donnie's vocals are just unbelievable. Well, yeah, we were just listening. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, it was very good actually. Yeah, just just super badass. That is one genre. I if there's any genres I haven't delved into, I've got into most, at least of the main, not yeah. subgenres, but I would, I do need to get it more into like R and B soul and funk. Yeah. Definitely. Well, you're, you'll probably do what I did is because, you know, we're a couple, three generations removed from the origins of this stuff. You have to do your homework in reverse. And for me, mm -hmm. a lot of my introduction into this type of music was through modern rap. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, I've learned a lot, a lot about funk through modern rap, uh, totally. just through samples of like, especially J Cole and Kendrick Lamar, they right. keep it pretty classic. Yeah. Absolutely. With, uh, and even their, their references to novels is quite impressive. Like yeah. they're, I don't know how much what they read. If they're prolific readers, but it's very, uh, lots of old books like that, yeah. I think. Uh, well, yeah. for sure. I mean, those guys, uh, any of these artists, 
they're going to be influenced by other art too. the mm-hmm. movies tv shows uh i was i was thinking about springsteen in that case the you know the the books that he started re- reading in the late seventies. Once he connected with John Lando's manager, really started shaping his songs. And mm-hmm. and and even today, if you're you're mentioning some of these these modern rappers, see the the problem with with the the samples is at uh, the time when when rap first started coming out as an art form in the seventies. Yeah, uh, basically the you know the kids that were making the music. They were just they would just grab a record and find uh, yeah. two bars or you know uh, definitely yeah yeah, yeah. what's well, uh there's uh on genius the YouTube channel they have a YouTube yeah. channel uh they they have a a series where they do every sample from albums and they did uh actually the one we're gonna talk about next week for my my record is Good Kid Mad City that's right and they go through every sample and it's amazing even Kendrick in that just like one word from like an old record just sampled yeah. It's like it's really cool. It's very obscure yeah. stuff, but yeah. yeah. Well, it's and it's amazing how when the medium, so the creation of a, rec- a piece of recorded music gets reused in a, in a different form. That that was fully created from rap, like from yeah. hip hop, from the streets. They would take uh, there's a, like a handful of songs that are just legendary, like. Um, the big beat by Billy Squire has, is I think one of the most, Oh really? there's a song, I think, is it big red or old red by uh, mountain? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Which a, was that on? I don't even remember no. what album. I think it might've been like a later one of, of yeah. Leslie West. I don't know. Song. I only, I only know t- the two mountain albums and climbing is actually one of my favorite oh, albums. Climbing's great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Leslie was a, a monster <laughs> in size and, yeah, and definitely. In influence. Uh, um, but yeah, a lot of those songs, basically they're just looking for, uh, you know, an yeah. awesome measure, and then they would sample well, it and play, rap over it. Even uh, uh, "Old Town Road" by Lil Nas X oh. was like just such a, a weird sample of what that. Cr- I wonder how they stumbled onto that. I like, have no. I mean, idea. I I think we listened to that album together once. The that was oh, I think neither, that was off the yeah. Nine Inch Nails EP. The uh, it was well, it was off Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts oh, one to it four. Was, it was a ghost one. Okay. Yeah. I, it I was, never did listen to Ghosts. It's me neither. I it's know of it though. Super but, obscure yeah. though because. Uh, it's just called the album's Ghosts One to Four, and it's like thirty songs, and like, so it's like yeah. the first eight tracks are like Ghosts One, and then the next one's the next series of tracks is they all the same title, so it's like yeah. I don't even know how you would maybe he was just you know smoking and listening to by Nine Inch Nails. I assume it's all instrumental, or yeah, uh, yeah. that one was for sure. I think well, I haven't listened. We well, we should probably listen to it. Yeah, some I should point. check it sometime. Yeah, because Trent Reznor obviously ended up becoming mm-hmm. a very important uh, movie score. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like that. He, his big thing initially was he did uh, the one for the Social Network, the the movie about the Facebook creation. Okay, I yeah, that was one of his big that. ones. But yeah, he's done lots of scoring now. Yeah, well, and, he's very amazing. And guy. I think a lot of his music then around that time probably starts to reflect that. I, I don't know if it was just a just a yeah. transition for him, but but uh, yeah, and then of course the, the the big massive collaboration crossover between rock and and rap was, oh, uh, was Walk This Way. Yeah, and, yeah, that's and if you think cool. about the. Yeah. Right. And they would just rap over that, right? And yeah. then but super it, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I also one thing I think that it brings up is uh the idea of music like running out of music to make. <laughs> and uh but it's just it adds a whole other layer of infinity because there's yeah. there's it's it's doesn't it's so uh paradoxical, but it there are different amounts of infinity, which is so weird to think about. But <laughs> when you think about how we create music and then we create music from other music 
yeah. it, it multiplies infinity by infinity, yeah. which is so weird to think yeah. about. But oh, it's, it's yeah. It, yeah, we'll never, well, we might run out, but <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> no, and it's funny how uh, if you've watched like through modern music, there's, there's occasionally times where things reset. Well, obviously mm-hmm. the, the punk movement in the yeah. mid seventies was a big one where things just get a little bit more primitive and back to normal. And I would mm-hmm. argue that, uh, today's Billie Eilish scenario is yeah. one of those. I, I could, I could see it. Well, actually Rick Beato has a, a I haven't watched it yet, but it's just a, an episode called, um, the death of melody Yeah, <laughs> and, and it has her face on it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, we actually, I learned bad guy on guitar. I yeah. don't know if I told you about that no. at my friend's house on his acoustic. And I was like, you know what? We're going to time how long it takes me. And I have a screenshot. It was like 30 seconds. Oh, sure. Yeah, and I learned the entirety of the song, but yeah. not that that's a bad thing either. No, I mean, it's... as long as the music gets to people, I don't really care. Yeah. Cause you know, that's, I haven't even had the balls to release music yet. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever she's, well, she's uh, doing it. So yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, Finis is obviously a, a really unique mm-hmm. producer Definitely. and, and th- th- her, her vocal delivery is actually kind of cool, but I oh, just, yeah. I just, definitely. there's nothing in the songs that yeah. connect and that's, me. So I just leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I think that's uh, the most important thing is also exploring people that you don't understand or don't like. Oh, of something, course. Something uh, uh, that I've been doing recently. Like watching documentaries about rappers that I don't listen to, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So. it's it's important to you know, stay knowledgeable about the, the yeah. process. And you do find that I mean, I've read and watched so many documentaries in my lifetime of, and, and there's the stories are so similar, mm-hmm. um, especially if if you take into account the the social scenarios of yeah. whatever era they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Uh, dad went to war, or big brother went to war, yeah. or to Vietnam, or something, and then they come. You know, there's all these. Uh, universal connections, especially with North American artists that, that uh, can, they can have similar stories, but then of course the, the music they create just becomes well, something totally different. Even on the back of this, uh, like, I don't know if, if he, I mean, yeah. we just opened it, but it, it yeah. does say uh, that he acknowledges that the only thing that separates him from other people is opportunity. Yeah. There's a lot of people in his situation that were very talented but he had the opportunity and he took advantage of it. So I think that's, you can kind of take people's stories, maybe even like him and just all you have to do is replace the name and it's the same story, but opportunity is the main thing. So yeah, opportunity. And, uh, but then there's that, that drive and desire to that. Of course. uh, Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's never been easier to, to do a lot of this stuff, to make music and to, to get your stuff out there, but it's also mm. never been harder to get noticed yeah. because there's so much of it. So yeah, definitely it's a very interesting time right now with the creativity, which is why all the more reason that you just got to make, just got to be yourself because yeah. there's already definitely. everyone else is out there already. Yeah. But yeah, Donnie Hathaway just had a really, sadly, a, a really short career. Um, is he passed? Yeah, he passed about this time in uh, 1979. He was 33 really? years old. Jeez, that was only nine years after that came out. Then. Yeah, that's that's I think the Shoot. the worst part. We never really got to see what he could have done. So he had yeah. a, this was his debut album. I guess he had a couple singles under that Donnie Pitts name before, but right. yeah, this was his his big debut. And I mean, he came out of the gate with just a classic record. Uh, this song called "The Ghetto" was actually a single. Um, but seven minute track on the album. Oh wow! And uh, so this is a good example of where when I did my song thinking about you, I yeah. I took that type of song as an example of how I wanted to. That's why I called the 
the single release part one because right. uh, a lot of the the soul funk mute records from that era they would make a seven eight minute version and they would just chop it in half and so the front half would be the single and the second half would just yeah. be an extension that's yeah that's cool oh it's just yeah i just love the the concept of it plus yeah. if you want to attract people to your music i know a lot of modern artists have taken a page from that book and just put part one on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you want people to come to your music just Add part to the title. Yeah. Part one yeah. or part two. Yeah. yeah. You can start with part two. <laughs> start part with part two. Yeah. There's a song, the... song by Blur called uh, Song Two. I don't yeah. And it's, the, and it's a two it, minute song. Oh, is it? I it didn't is, even know yeah. that. But it's right. also, uh, uh, if I recall, it was, was it the fifth song on the album? Uh, or, or is it, it the could third? could have been. Yeah. I don't, because I know there's, so there's song two and then there's song three. Is there? By uh, Stone Sour. Oh, which well, is yeah, they amazing. did a few of those, didn't they? Did they? They might have. Uh, I think through their albums, because they've got quite a few records now. I, I think, think that was track five on Hydrograd. Okay. But, and then song two. But I've noticed... Well, song three was that single, right? That one that was pretty big like, yeah, a couple of years ago? Yeah, it was good. Song. Yeah, good tune. Beautiful. Yeah, good but, melody. Yeah, song two. Whatever the song name is, it's never that track, yeah. which I've always found funny. On a similar but completely different note... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Pat Metheny has mm-hmm. a number of songs that are just letters, so it's like song A, song oh, nice. B, song C. But he skipped some. If oh, our, yeah. there, there, there's something to that anyway. So then, when Bruce Hornsby, um, obviously, you know, just Kindred Brothers, uh, yeah. Hornsby started doing that too. He did a few like song D E F, fill and, in and the and blanks. He, well, he yeah, he made sure that he didn't did overlap he? with the yeah, title that's of, funny. Of Metheny's songs, that's yeah, cool, yeah, well, yeah. or even if you made like. The letters you skip spell a word like well, like yeah, skip l o v e and then it's that. like oh yeah you know, something a, like that. A current artist that actually just did something along that lines is uh, Lindsay L from from Calgary. She's well, oh, yeah. not now in Nashville, of course. She's a great guitar blues based uh, country guitar player, singer, songwriter, and her album. If you look at the song titles, some of the letters are capitalized. And it spells uh, yeah. something. I can't remember what it is. But, you know, I always like love creative stuff like that. Yeah, no, yeah. That's cool. So good on her. Yeah, really, really interesting way to bring, uh, yeah, just bring other elements of creativity into the music. And I think stuff like that is can kind of push people uh, over the edge to listen to you because there's so much to listen to, and it's uh, it only takes a minor inconvenience for somebody not to do something. So if you just have that, have that little like, oh, that's cool. You know, they must be pretty creative. Maybe I should check them out. And then yeah. it only takes something like that. So completely. I just read an article I, I, they've been studying because obviously there's always this talk about attention spans, which mm-hmm. doesn't. How do you account for the three hour Joe Rogan interviews again? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. cl- clearly somebody's got an attention oh, span. JR Eclipse too yeah. is, is good. Well, sure. Yeah. But uh, apparently you got to get people into the song by like eight seconds or 12 seconds well, or something there was with, some article i read yeah with tiktok and stuff it's cutting it down the attention span if it doesn't grab you in about maximum 15 seconds you're just gonna you go. skip it so yeah 15 totally and you only get paid as an artist or label or whatever on spotify yeah it goes over 30 seconds so yeah. um, which is probably why the samples are 30 seconds long for any of our listeners that are on spotify and only have the free tier which is actually what i've under protest, I'm doing now because I, I like to. The free tier is actually really good still. Um, yeah. Uh, in it, they still track your listing and stuff. But I, I do love the Spotify interface. But uh, when you do sense. podcasts through Anchor, through the Spotify platform, uh, you can in, insert songs. And that's what we'll be doing uh, yeah. in the future with some of these as well. But you'll be able to um, even hear the 30 second samples, even if you're on, mm. on the free tier. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, it's very amazing. 
So anyway, back to Donny Hathaway. Yeah, so I really, I really love this album, uh, I, and I, especially the second side because, um, yeah, very obviously deeply religious man, which is really cool. Like he was always, you know, striving and 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 reaching for for more of a spiritual element. And the, the second side only has three tr- three tracks. Thank you, Master, for my soul is a song that he wrote. Yeah, um, well, yeah, it said on one of the tracks, it might have been that one where he he just thanks the creator. Doesn't specify the creator, yeah, but yeah. Well, I think he even maybe makes mention of it, like beside each song. I I, I don't know where that is, but. Uh, but then, yeah, of course, the song "The Ghetto," which I think is just—it's—it's it's really meditative. I'm, I've always been a fan of like really long songs that that mm-hmm. keep that that uh, keep you listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah but definitely. even though there's not necessarily a lot going on, it's it's just a, a, the repetition of of a groove. And well, a, and I uh, think a lot of uh, well, because I mean, some of my favorite songs are like 20 minutes, and I could recite them front to back sure, because yeah. because there's so many elements to it. But I definitely also really appreciate songs that are like seven minutes that are older. But yeah. just because, uh, I mean, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but like, um, they just, they just keep you listening somehow. Just for sure. Through, yeah. Like you said, groove and yeah. Um, yeah. Groove. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, there can be lyrics or, or some sort of a repetitive chant. Well, even I listened to on my way to, uh, meet some friends outside yesterday. Uh, I li- I did listen to Madman Across the Water. Uh, okay. I'm going to go through the whole album, of course, but I, I wanted to the song at least the song. Yeah. yeah. And then. Of course, I had to check out the Bruce Hornsby version, so yeah. I prepared for that. Was and it there? Or was yeah, it... it was. Well, I'm on YouTube, so. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I actually preferred the Hornsby version, oh, and it... it was like close well, to seven minutes. Well, because he digs into the the real like dissonant melody. Yeah, chord, the and it's, changes. well, yeah. it's amazing because you can tell it's almost like there's Hornsby chords. Because you can oh, just you yeah. can just tell when it's Hornsby. It's well, so actually, cool. what that tells you though is that how what how big of an influence Elton John and uh, mm. and by extension Leon Russell, because uh, okay. Leon was a huge influence on Elton John as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the a lot of those chord shapes and and the the, t- the way they time their their chords and stuff that really yeah really comes in. Yeah, so there's a lot of shared influences. But uh, yeah, super cool. Yeah. It was a great choice for Bruce on that that album. That was the. That was, uh, it's called Two Rooms. It was the cover is on. creepy, uh, that or at least the thumbnail. I'm assuming it's the album cover. If I recall, it's like a drawing of a guy or something. Yeah, yeah. But it was very like uh, ch- like childish. Well, it reminded me of that artist we were looking at there. Um, you the the artist that you know of there, the um, you didn't you just get a book of his? Oh, Keith Haring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It looked like a bit of a Keith Haring. Definitely drawing. It might be. Actually. Yeah. Well, just because uh, of the. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was Keith Haring, but it, I do know what you mean. It's that uh, very simplistic mm-hmm. uh, drawing of people, I guess. And it, yeah. And then, like, I know my friend and I talk about this a bit too. Is a uh, just because something simple doesn't mean it's bad. Like, oh, of course. And yeah. it something doesn't have to be realistic to be good, right? Like For that's. Sure. Why, like, why do you, why do you and mom watch TLC? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we've moved on to MTV with the teen mom oh, too. God. Oh, it's MTV. Just... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thunk? We were actually, my same friend and I were just talking about how fun would it be to own MTV now? Yeah. Just do whatever you want with it. Yeah. That would be so well, fun. it's, yeah, they've, it, it's such an iconic brand and they're, mm-hmm. they're reviving it again. Like obviously this teen mom thing and because there's a whole, the, the Gen X connection mm-hmm. and uh, Gen Y, I guess too. Well, and uh, my girlfriend just got an MTV hoodie and she got me an MTV yeah. shirt for Christmas. Yeah. So even the logo's starting to perpetuate itself. It's a classic um, brand. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good logo. Yeah. Again, very simple. Yeah. Just literally MTV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
Yeah, there was a great documentary about MTV. Mm. Uh, I think it was called I Want My MTV. I was on, on the Amy. Oh, nice. It was great. Dire Straits reference? Or uh, yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good song. Money for nothing, you guys. But uh, yeah, and then the, the last song on, on side two of the Donny Hathaway album, Everything is Everything, is called To Be Young, Gifted, and Black. It's a Nina Simone album. Oh, I was saying something. Yeah, about if that, you want right? to do yourself a favor, yeah, Nina, yeah. Nina will blow your mind. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. is. She's one of those cantankerous, creative, like just weird and yeah. like, but so talented. Yeah, okay. great piano player, writer. Um, yeah, so that, that was a really interesting way to cap off that album. And then, yeah, obviously the second album, Donny Hathaway. It's just self-titled. Yeah, and I, uh, that's actually, I was thinking about that too when uh, I always find it weird when, I want to know why artists do that when they make it the the eponymous yeah, or the, whatever. The, the second one or, or yeah, down like, the road. Yeah. yeah, like Collective Soul wasn't their second one. Yeah, it was. Self-titled. Because yeah. yeah. it was the first band album because remember the first Collective right. Soul album was a demo yeah, album. Yeah, that's true. All yeah. by Ed and yeah. some other guy. Which yeah. I think I preferred the first one over the second one actually. Uh, well, yeah. the second one had, didn't that one have uh, The World I Know? Yeah, which yeah, it was, was a bigger hit. Probably like one of my favorite hits. songs ever. Sure, beautiful song, very video too. That one. I haven't seen it. the video. Yeah, it's, there was a guy like contemplating jumping off a building, like he's right. like really close. Yeah, it's really right. cool. It yeah, really conveys sweet. the the song. Yeah, yeah really cool. Yeah, uh, and uh, probably one of the best examples of using the the eponymous title is uh, Peter Gabriel. His first oh, four really? albums were all called Peter Gabriel. <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking because uh, I know like it's like so car. Well, that, scratch or something so it's car like and scratch and and those those were actually titles that were given to them by like by the, on the t- a sticker or whatever oh, okay. so you'd know okay. what it is because there right. was a picture of a car or a picture of a right a, yeah yeah uh in That's fact funny. the fourth album i think in the u.s it had a name uh the fifth album was so and then the okay. f- sixth album was up Oh, yeah. Or uh, us, and then up was the seventh. Yeah, but funny. Uh, but yeah, so very yeah, yeah almost a, a flippancy to uh, naming his albums. Just like yeah, let's call it yeah, it's my name or whatever. Yeah, well, I guess even like the first four Led Zeppelin albums. Yeah, were, technically, those, yeah. I, I think they had two, three, four though. Technically, is just Led Zeppelin. Like if I recall, yeah. it does not say four anywhere. Because I, I think two and three are yeah. like Roman numerals. Yeah, two. yeah, but number four does not say Led Zeppelin. Yeah, four it's on just it. that guy. Um, yeah, I actually read something somewhere about the picture they used for that album cover. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. I think it was just like even a picture of a picture that they okay. just used or something. I could be completely wrong about that. Interesting. But yeah. the, the only, the only uh, way that you could get four out of that is the four symbols. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some people call the album Zozo. Zozo, because, yeah. yeah. Because that's the only word you can see yeah. in the symbols. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and speaking of uh, albums that, that had no care for a title uh, there was an album by yes called 90125 do you know how they how it came up with that title is that letters maybe no no it, oh. i wish it was that cool yeah it's, <laughs> I've always it's because uh they couldn't come up with a name so the catalog number that was assigned to it through the oh, record label was 90125 that's cool and that they just went with it well uh and even uh, for a modern example um Pliny has the song I, I actually i think i remember the title you could fact check me on this one seven four five seven three eight one Three two six five two five seven eight. If anybody's listening and fact checks me, I'm ninety percent sure that's wow. right. And yeah. I read into it, and apparently that's the chord progression. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes so sense. So I was yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah that's a plainy thing to do. For Definitely, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But awesome. cool titles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, back to Donny Hathaway. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's wrap this guy up here. So then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, his eponymous second album, uh, all covers, if I recall, mostly covers anyway. Uh, so kind of odd. I don't know. That's that's really. To me, again, I, I, I'm 
I think there must there might be a book out now. I think this guy that wrote the liner notes mm. may have something to do with that. If there isn't, there ought to be. Yeah. There's definitely a movie coming. Uh, this guy's story. There's a lot to it, and I'm going to be doing some digging in, and hopefully. If anyone out there listening is a, a big fan, uh, maybe you could uh, school me a little bit to leave yeah. some comments on the on the socials. Or, That'd be um, sweet. Yeah, because I'm really intrigued by by Donny Hathaway. He's one of these artists that uh, just really grabbed me. Just yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely when uh, like you're just at a store and you have to buy it. Yeah, and that hap- that hasn't happened cool. a lot in my life. I'm usually pretty yeah. calculated because, yeah. as you know, I hate buyer's remorse. Of but. course, yes, life lesson. <laughs> Always early <laughs> yeah absolutely i drilled that yeah, into you pretty young you did uh and then yeah he did that duets album with roberta flack and then he had a live album just donny hathaway okay. live that's just outstanding the version yeah. of jealous guy by uh john lennon oh, so good. It's, it's on the it's on the playlist okay and then yeah his his last official album was called extension of a man 1973 uh some really interesting songs in there it's really dark writing and i think that's well, i was gonna say it sounds pretty existential it, it is <laughs> and even in the song titles yeah it like I do remember listening to the album. I didn't love it, but it was cool. He did a, a few. Oh yeah, a few covers too. Uh, one of the, probably one of the best songs though is actually a song that wasn't on the album proper. It was a B side of a single. Okay. It's called "Lord Help Me." It was a Billy Preston song, and okay. um, yeah, it's on the re on the reissue of the, like mm-hmm. on the CD. It's the last track, but uh, but yeah, like I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Parts one and two. Uh, Someday we'll all be free. Yeah, that's uh, very dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the last song, yeah, Lord. Well, technically, the last song of that whole thing was yeah, "Lord Help Me," which, yeah, yeah, he was a a, a tortured dude, you know. But anyway, I'm not sure. There was a, a long period where he just didn't didn't do any. There was no uh, nothing released, uh, and yeah. then um, he had been in the studio with with Roberta Flack doing some. Uh, some tracks for an upcoming another duets album, uh, which did come out after he died. Uh, I think there was only seven tracks finished though. Mm-hmm. Um, How yeah. did he die? Well, here let's. Uh, yeah, it's it's really sad. Yeah, he um, basically uh, he he jumped to his death. He was in oh, L.A. Um, um, just I'll go to the the wiki thing. Yeah, basically he was paranoid schizophrenic. They oh, diagnosed shit. after this album came out. That sucks. Yeah, he was on a lot of meds, and of course the, at the time the um, the research probably would have yeah. been, and the meds available probably weren't great or whatever. But yeah, from from seventy three to seventy seven, according to the Wiki Machine, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, his mental instability wreaked havoc on his life and career. Required several hospitalizations, uh, depression, mood swings, drove a wedge into the uh, friendship with with Roberta Flack. Mm-hmm. They did have that one big hit though. The, the closer I get to you was, uh, I mean, I don't love that song personally, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a, a really big big hit but then they were they were in the studio doing some recording and i guess he got uh, yeah a little bit wild and uh he, he didn't make it back to the studio really yeah so where did he jump from at the essex house hotel in uh in new york they were recording that the wow. album there yeah shoot yeah it's really sad yeah yeah uh and and sadly it's the, the glass had been neatly removed from the window and there were no signs of a struggle so you know, yeah it's, yeah he was a, a really tortured guy um, his, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson did his, conducted his funeral. Mm. Uh, he does have a, a daughter. He may have more than one kid actually, but, uh, his daughter's, I think, is it Layla? Layla? Um, uh, yeah, she's, and she's a singer too. So you'll okay. see her around. Yeah. She's a modern contemporary singer. So definitely left his legacy, but, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, it was a really, really sad ending anyway. He was only 33 years old and he died, mm. uh, yeah, um, yeah, 
on January 13th, 79. So. Oh, yeah, that was only a few days ago. Yeah, 13th, I think that's why so. I picked this time of the year to do this. Yeah, this definitely one. makes sense. Yeah. Kind of yeah. goes into Black History Month, too, I guess. Yeah. And well, mental health. Yeah, exactly. February, yeah, mental stuff, health awareness, so. Black History Month. Yeah, it's, it's all... Yeah. get two there. birds stoned at once as ricky would say <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> from trailer right. park boys <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure uh but yeah this reissue came out in time to to celebrate the uh 50th anniversary because it came out in 1970 mm. uh it's actually being re reissued i think by warner proper now as part of black history month they usually oh yeah release yeah. re-release a bunch of stuff on vinyl so so this album was on Everything is Everything by Donny Hathaway. It's a, a really good entry into his uh, his life and career. I think there's a couple box sets available too if you dig into some of the unreleased stuff because, again, he had that that gap where he wasn't really doing anything, but he was, mm. or nothing came out, but I think he was writing and recording and, yeah. and doing that. So. so when was his first album? Uh, well, this was the one, yeah. This one, oh, this was the first, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it. Uh, I think those singles that he had done as a, under that different name were late 60s maybe 68 yeah. or something that well and it said he uh when he was like three years old he was singing and playing ukulele yeah yeah he's one of them <laughs> which is pretty cool yeah absolutely yeah yeah um and i think yeah he went to school too if i recall yeah i'll just pull up his howard bio. university i think that's right was. yeah yeah and yeah yeah so he definitely had uh you know he had a lot going for him in a lot of ways but uh yeah kind of a torture dude so yeah yeah, Donny Hathaway for sure. But uh, yeah, well, we'll have to drop the needle on this one and play it. Mm-hmm. So for sure, thanks for listening, everyone. My name is Karak Hendricks. This road is mine. Cohen Hendricks on the on the other side of the yep. table. And feel free to uh, yeah like, share, follow, subscribe, jump, roll. Wait, uh, <laughs> jump. I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, stop, drop, and roll for sure. And, uh, yeah, tune in uh, for the next round. And, uh, yeah, feel free to hit that, uh, that playlist that is up now for the, uh, the Donny Hathaway. I'm trying to keep the playlist nice and short. They're just going to have, uh, you know, like 10 songs by the artist or whatever. Cause I could make a big giant one, yeah, definitely. but, uh, yeah, I just try to keep it, keep it tight. Might be an option too, is make both like a, yeah. an introduction and a, an extensive one. Cause I, I like extensive things for sure. You know? Well, the, for, I do, but the beauty of uh, definitely Spotify, I got to give them, mm-hmm. and, and Apple Music too, uh, and Amazon's getting good too, actually. Then they're, but yeah, uh, they the sound quality, especially, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the the unlimited. That was but, great. Uh, but they they create their own curated playlists. I'm not sure if the labels are. They're pretty or not, good too. Yeah, yeah, like a, a this is so and so or whatever. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, and I love how Apple has um, essentials, next steps. Oh, nice. Yeah, they have like like a series yeah. like for some of these really legacy artists with lots yeah, of i haven't been on apple music in since three years ago when we got rid of it that's right three, yeah. four years well ago. they don't have a, a free tier which sucks because I, I think well yeah maybe you could log in and see stuff now you, could, but, yeah. um, you just couldn't play but uh, they, they have really and actually they have a really interesting series too we were talking about billy eilish there's a, mm-hmm. a couple phineas um oh yeah playlists where you can listen to stuff that he's produced or stuff oh, that's where cool. he's written yeah yeah so i went through some of that just to, to try and Try and keep up with the kids, as they say. Yes, of course. Yeah. Me like, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've always been trying to keep up with my own kind. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or, or running away from it, maybe. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> keep up from a distance. That's right. Just to, yeah. Observe. Obser- observe and report. Yes, yes. with my binoculars. And <laughs> Careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, well, I think we've uh, done enough damage to this guy's legacy, so... Probably. Uh, right on. Okay, let's uh, listen next week. <laughs>